Hello, sports fans of the Rio Grande Valley, and welcome to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. We drop episodes every Monday on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Joining us today, he is the founder and owner of Texas Valley Sports. He is Jose Perales. Now, before we bring in Mr. Perales, he recently completed another successful season of Texas Valley Sports football and is looking to add more sports to his lineup of already exciting semi-pro football here in the Rio Grande Valley. Joe, welcome back. This is your third appearance. How are you tonight? Pretty good, Ray. I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. I'm always excited to be to be on the podcast. Excellent, excellent. I know you recently concluded another season of Texas Valley Sports uh, eight on eight football. Uh, what conclusions did you come to in in this season uh, that just wrapped up? You know what? It was uh, it's just such a to me. This is probably one of the best seasons, just because. Remember, COVID affected us. We were out of playing football for a whole year, and you know we got back out there and. We just had some fun this season, you know, reminded me of season one, Texas Valley Sports. And, you know, recently uh, you were able to get uh, get some TVS action right back on. And what what kind of helped you, at least from a personal standpoint, that, okay, we, we've taken our first step, we've completed our season. Uh, how many unchecked, boxes did you have from this season compared from other seasons uh do you still have to check off heading into the following season honestly it's it's just gotten easier and easier and a lot less like say boxes to check off because you know now we're well established people know who we are people know what kind of credibility we have and um you know it's just easy now you know next next season is going to be easy to to recruit and we'll have many more teams next season and you know recently you've been promoting a soccer league volleyball and basketball but i do want to focus in on the volleyball which has been a uh, a very high interest item uh for you ever since football has stopped what can you tell us about the volleyball season that you want to start. I know you ran one a few a few years ago, but the interest remained very mild. What led you to prop it right back up? Well, to be honest with you, in our first season, a lot of people just sat back and watched. You know how how well we would do, and um, apparently everybody liked it because for the last two years. I've had people messaging me every single day almost about bringing volleyball back. So, you know, we finally got it back and going. We, we plan to have six teams this year, but we're at 14 teams right now. That's how fast uh, the interest is, or the, the interest grew for volleyball. Wow, that's quite, uh, quite the jump from six to 14. And how, how did you manage to keep uh, the interest, uh, I, I guess, in, in, in level terms where you don't want to expand too rapidly, but you don't want to be overwhelmed. 
Yeah, no, and it's just about being honest, right? I tell teams up front, like, hey, look, you guys know me. I'm going to deliver a quality product. But, you know, quality doesn't necessarily always mean quantity. So, you know, we take our steps at a time. And, you know, we're not just going to allow, I mean, right now, to be honest with you, we could be at least, we could be at 30 teams right now, but we want to do this right. So we just take baby steps and we're, we're capping it off at 14 right now. I know it's a little too early to say a start date, but do you have somewhere a projection uh, of a date that you want to start this? Or are you still trying to check off some boxes still or some hurdles that you're trying to clear? before you launch this? Oh, July 11th is the start date to volleyball. Excellent, excellent. And a lot. Uh, the next question I wanna ask, uh, where do you pr uh, plan to play vault? Uh, is there a facility that you have in mind? Do you have multiple facilities? What are, what are the options here to trying to get this league running again? So we have two gyms that we have rented out and they're at the McAllen Boys and Girls Club, the Rooney Center in McAllen. Okay. That's going to be where we play all of our games. It's great to have two uh, gyms, like I said, and, you know, there's full air condition, there's seating for fans, parking for fans, everything's going to be available there. Now, another sport that has uh, brought up some interest as well as basketball uh, for the adults, uh, I know there's uh, some some recreation leagues out there, but, but you kind of seem to go up a step above to try to provide a better quali quality product. Where's that interest at at this point? So the interest is high for basketball. However, the interest has been so high for volleyball right now, it's on fire to the point where we're having to postpone the plans we had for basketball because we have to do more volleyball events. Okay. Okay. And I would say next year, 2022. Now, recently you, you were able to have a, a lot of interest in, in, in female sports. Has there been conversations to continue running more female sports in the future? Absolutely. Um, you know, and just so you know, we had six teams in the Texas Valley Sports Women's League this past season. Okay. Um, right now, as it stands, we have 10 official teams in the women's season now. We, we've acquired other teams now as well, and we're looking to make that 12 teams for the new 22 season. So we're actually growing on the women's side of sports tremendously. That's fantastic news to hear because, as they say, if in Title IX, you know, equality for everyone is a well-welcome sign. But I, I do have to ask you, you know, one of the things that's been circulating around the TVS lines is 11-man football. Where is that uh, Where is that interest at this point? So for me, the interest is high. However, I always consider the player's health first. And these guys have been playing since November. They played in a November league all through the winter. Then they played in my season here in the spring. They're about to play in summer now, some of these guys. And by me doing a league here at 11-man, we, we, we were going to do it in October, and I still may. 
but it is up in the air because I don't want to subject these guys to play a full year of football uh, because this is a very violent sport, and sometimes your body needs a break. Mm-hmm. So, so as far as the interest and the ability, it's there, uh, yes. but I just have to I have to look at I have to look at my athletes. I have to see if their health is is ready to go, and if it is great, and if it's not, we just hang on till spring like we always have. Absolutely. You know, you always want to prioritize the health of these athletes and, you know, and, 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 keep, and keep the injury risk at minimum. But I, I do want to ask you, you know, you, you, recently, uh, you recently completed an eight-man league where the Phantoms, uh, you know, they had a, a nice dogfight with the Alamo Silverbacks because I guess both of us were too timid to make a prediction as to who would end up seeing the Phantoms the last time we talked. But, man, I, I, I got to tip my hat to the Silverbacks for giving them a one hell of a fight, as they said. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of season one. Again, this season reminded me a lot of season one. Yes. Where in season one, the Phantoms were supposed to be unbeatable as well. And, um, you know, the champions that year were the Hidalgo Wild Hogs, right? Uh, it was uh, just a team with a lot of chemistry, not a whole lot of athletes, but they got the job done. They beat they beat the Far Phantoms, who had three ex-NFL players um, and several ex-Arena players, too. So it's a great story the first season, um, and this is a great story as well. You had a bunch of guys who nobody thought would even, you know, score against the Phantoms, much less give them a dogfight. And the Phantoms won by one touchdown in that game. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was just really surprised at just viewing the the final score and and how close it came. You know, it just came down to uh, making a, a, a few more plays for the Silverbacks, and we would have had ourselves a, a nice Texas-style shootout. And for me, a, a Texas-style shootout would have been both points of scoring over 50. Yeah, almost there. But uh, I, I, I do want to, I do want to continue, like just questioning you. You know, a soccer yeah. league you, you had advertising for. How's that coming along? So far, so good. I mean, we just started last week to promote that, and uh, there is very high interest. Of course, we are. Although we're established on the football side, the American football side and volleyball, you know, this would be our first endeavor into soccer. But, you know, people are asking questions, and that's a good thing uh, because that's usually how things begin, right? If if people had no interest, they wouldn't be asking questions. Mm -hmm. But we're getting a lot of questions right now, and I know that soccer conversations are circulating now through the Valley, and our name is being brought up. So pretty soon here you should should hear announcement of some teams joining. That's great. That that is uh, great to hear. Now, uh, recently, you were invited to a, a football game in La Villa, in which, you know, I I have to hand it to you. You know, uh, your crew did a fantastic job, and I and I don't and I will not bring up myself here, but you know, the interest of having Texas Valley sports uh, spreading itself. How comfortable do you feel? Uh, with with the broad expansion that you're going through at this point? Honestly, I like it because it puts money in people's pockets. You know, I'm able to start offering job opportunities now for 
for people that can help. Um, and, it, and it means a lot to me when people associated with school districts reach out to me, reach out to Texas Valley Sports to handle some of their, uh, their needs, right? Because they've seen how well we've done uh, in our league and how we do things. And they've asked us to promote their games and to record their games and, you know, provide footage and all that. So, they, you know, I, I do, I do like the fact that our name has been brought up out there amongst school districts and, um, you know, it's starting to, uh, starting to pay off. And, and recently, you know, the, the, the Texas Valley sports name is starting to grow, you know, um, the, the growth, I mean, I know you have some growth plans into place, but what are some of the more intermediate plans that Texas Valley Sports has to try to continue uh, building for the future? Well, right now, to me, it's always been about not necessarily broad expansion rapidly. Mm -hmm. it's, about doing things, it's about doing things right with quality. And my focus, I'm going to be honest with you, my focus right now is in women's sports. Mm -hmm. And and you you know you you you've you bring up a very interesting subject about women's sports and whatnot. How how has it, how has that uh, expansion to women's sports helped out Texas Valley sports to just for, further grow the sporting experience in the Rio Grande Valley? Well, it's I think it's done a huge. Uh, it's it's been what people have wanted for a very long time but nobody paid attention to women's sports and there is a huge need for women's sports and you know there's a lot of women out there who can play sports they're very tough women and you know what they want to play sports just as much as men do and we're providing that and that's what i'm happy about you know as i'm being joined by the founder of Texas Valley Sports, Jose Perales, you know, you look back at year one from when you started and you look at where you at at this point, what, what do you kind of feel is still missing um, for Texas Valley Sports to continue reaching the, the goals that it has in mind? So I think we've done a great job of saying who we are providing a quality product. Now I'd like for the cities to step up and get involved and actually help Texas Valley sports, perhaps expand. You know, I wouldn't mind investors, whether it be the city or whether it be anyone who wants to be a part of this, you know, I wouldn't mind investors to help us just create an actual Texas Valley sports facility. That would be the last check mark for me. Mm. You know, always finding the proper facilities to play and whatnot has always been a, uh, I guess, your most, your unique challenge that you've always had in place, but you've had places here and there that have, that, you know, somewhat helped you out uh, trying to check off that need. But what would be the more ideal Texas Valley sports facility like? What, what would you like to have in it? And what would you like to host in it? Well, I would want a sports complex. I would want a sports complex that would have, you know, a football field or two, um, basketball gym, volleyball gym. I'd like to have a multi-sport facility. That's what I'd like to see. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that 
the, when I first started uh, looking into uh, Texas Valley sports, I'm like, okay, I like where this is going thus far. Uh, one of the things that that I, I guess I'm, I'm just very impressed with is just the overall growth it's it's taken, and I, I would be, um, you know, for for me it, as as a podcast host, I, I, I'd have to tip my hat to you because you've gone you've gone so far in the last five five six years now to where you've uh, you know try to check off the boxes the correct way and try to uh, make this grow properly. The the one of the two last questions that I wanted to ask you here, you know, uh, with volleyball coming up, how do you kind of foresee this this season? Or not foresee this season, but how do you want to just have this season that you would like to set up a better foundation for the following year? Well, I think this time around, you know, you're going to see a lot more promotion with volleyball. You're going to get to meet a lot more of these players on social media. You're going to get to know who these players are, kind of like on how we do it in football. You know, we, we get a lot of promotion going on. You know who the players are. You know their names. Uh, we're going to start doing that with volleyball, too. And I think that's going to not necessarily just draw people in, but also see how much we care about these athletes, care about promoting them, and hopefully getting them to another level. I mean, that's ultimately our goal is, you know, come out here and have fun if you want to, but also take our film, take our promotions, and try to promote yourself to get into college or, or to do something, you know, at a higher level, absolutely. And the last question I will I will ask you with, you know, the talk about having an 11-man football season, where is that at this point? And, you know, I, I may have asked you earlier about 11-man football, but the interest is there, and you know you want to run it. But at, at this point, would it be feasible for you not to have it only because the interest is there? And putting the health, the health line of the players at risk, or is it just something that okay, you have the interest, you have your eight man. At what point do you want to just fully launch any the eleven man league, despite having the full interest uh, already there? Well, as far as the want to start an eleven man league. It's very high, right? I do want to do this, but again, if we're doing it here in October, I'm at I'm at a fifty percent that I will because it's not because, like I said, we have the ability to, we have the facility, we have the want to. It's just I have to do what's right, and if I look at my athletes and I see them, you know, fatigued from having played all year long. I'm not going to want to play them until they're fully rested. So I would say for 2021, it's a 50%. But going forward, we do have to establish the 11 men at some point. All right. Thank you to Jose Perales for joining the another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. Thank you, folks, for listening. We will check back with you next week on another episode of the STBS Podcast.
Hello, sports fans. Thanks for listening to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. This is your host, Ray Silva. Be tuned next week for another great episode as we drop podcasts every Monday here on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Don't forget, our podcast can also be found via Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.